You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. We're not going to call this Mackenzie Milton's flu game because uh, <laughs> yeah, you're it supposed to win those. Not quite the same uh, panache as the Michael Jordan flu game, but uh, Florida State uh, comes up short uh, to NC State. Number 19 NC State, throw that out there. It's a yeah. qualifier. This is a, a quality loss. Florida State falls 28-14 to 14 at home. Their second straight loss. They fall to 3-6 and six on the season. A uh, game that uh, really the first half was as bad of an offensive performance as you've, you've ever seen, maybe you've ever seen. Uh, Florida State comes back out, uh, cuts it to one score a couple times in the second half, but ends up coming up short. The Noles fall to three and six, as I said. McKenzie Milton gets a start because Jordan Travis is uh, under the weather, like almost everybody on Florida State's roster apparently uh, was this week. And uh, I guess it's a predictable result when you take that into consideration. Yeah, and I mean, again, not that it takes uh, a football. I'm not, it doesn't take Belichick to make you realize that without Jordan Travis, this offense ain't the same. Like it just it doesn't have the ability to run the ball without 13 back there because of what he does to the defense. Now, Norvell was asked about that and kind of hemmed and hauled. It's like, no, I don't think that had much of an impact. And then later on in his answer, he's like, well, he's really dynamic with his legs. That might have helped some. It just does. Like, with, with Milton back there, especially Milton, like, not even, like, Drew Weatherford would, would have been more of a running threat because he, he's not on one leg. I mean, you see the guy. He's really trying hard. He is playing hard. Um He's got a little wood force still left in him, but the body is just, it's let him down. It's just not there. He can't move how you need a college quarterback to move when you're running a zone read. It's just, it makes it, like I, like I wrote in my column, you could have run it almost as effectively. The zone read, I'm talking about, yeah. not the offense overall. And, frankly, you could have been the quarterback in the first half. You just, <laughs> you'd have put up zero points too, my man. I'm just trying to think of how long I can make this video to watch you squirm. <laughs> Try, man. It's, I, I, man. Yeah, I'm a southern kid, man. I'm a southern boy. But you don't have a jacket? I don't have a jacket, no. no. Um, anyway, that was uh, some poor planning on your part. Yes. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, again, I, you know, one of the lines in your column, you can read Corey's column at warchant.com. One of the lines in your column I thought was appropriate was, like, who are you mad at right. after this game? Um, the flu? Really, I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's about it. And, again, I don't know that Florida State was going to win this game even if they didn't have the flu issues this week. But to recap that, uh, for people that haven't watched Mike Norvell's press conference, he did say that about 25 players missed at least one practice this week, uh, which really affected continuity. I think there was one practice that we were actually at early in the week where four offense, four starting offensive linemen were not available. Um, so, you know, that just it, it, it affects your preparation. I think um, defensively it might have affected some of the tackling because – uh, defensively, I thought Florida State, for stretches, played really well. For stretches, especially against that quarterback and that ass- assortment of weapons they have. They have good running backs, right. so pretty good receivers. Um, really nice slot receiver. And Florida State, for stretches, would play really well. 
but they gave up three or four just huge plays at, at terrible times, and, and that's how NC State got their 28 points. And look, when you to start this week, if you had told me on Monday that NC State's going to score 28 points, I'm like, well, that's the recipe. You've got to get to 30. I, I thought I, I, would, I wasn't expecting them to hold NC State to less than that. NC State's a good offense. They scored 28 on everyone or more. Um, it's just the offense, and, and the defense was put in such a tough position because the offense did diddly-poo for the first half. Nothing. I think it was seven possessions and zero points, 78 yards, 35 on one pass to Jordan Wilson. They just couldn't do anything. So the defense was on the field the whole first half, and I thought actually played pretty well. I mean, again, what were you expecting? It was 28 yards, 400 yards of, 28 points, 400 yards of offense, which is kind of what you're expecting. I thought the defense um, – Played pretty well overall, and the the touchdown they gave up in the fourth quarter was a 43-yard drive. Now it all came on one play because <laughs> your cornerback couldn't get my man to the ground or out of bounds. That didn't help, and Akeem Dent got pancaked. But Akeem Dent not his finest tackling day, I didn't think. Oh, he made some plays. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, man? What are you gonna do? Um, I just think not when you talk about the uh, offenses and defenses and special teams playing off each other in concert. When your offense is doing nothing, that is so hard on a defense. It's so hard on the defense. That said, the defense did give the offense a chance in the fourth quarter, I think twice, down 21-14. to 14. And, of course, one of those drives started at the one, because why wouldn't it? Yeah, as far as offensively goes, you know, we're not having Jordan really kills you is not only does he extend some plays by time, not only does he uh, make some tr- dr- dramatic plays, but as you said, on those quarterback reads where he's faking the handoff at the mesh point, it's either he's going to give it or take it. They knew he was never Mackenzie Milton was never going to take it, and even if he did, well, they knew yeah. they knew they could run him down <laughs> by the time he got to the line of scrimmage. Yes. Um, you know, he did have a couple of runs where you know he ended up having to to slide before the first down marker because he's just not healthy. Um, so it's just a tough situation. But I think what really got exposed in this game also was a receiver play, you know, which has not been a strength of this team all year. But Mackenzie Milton basically said it at the end of the game, talking specifically about the fourth down call, which we'll talk about in a second. But he's like, you know, look, we ran some man beaters. We ran rub routes. It's up to the receivers to make plays in those situations and execute and get open. And they just didn't. I yeah, mean, they NC didn't State's, fight for the ball. You yeah. know, Williamson had a big drop when the kid coming over top of him. Pokey had a couple plays where just – didn't seem like he was fighting for the ball. Um, and again, these now are maybe these are guys that are battling yes, the flu. Could be, and that's that's something that really needs. To, I know people want to hear that, or they see that, they hear us saying that, and it's like, oh, we don't want to hear excuses. Man, the flu is a a great <laughs> excuse. I mean, it's and it's a reality. Like that's it's really hard when a flu bug is ripped through your team and takes away your starting quarterback and the whole campus. I mean, it's right. literally the yeah, whole it's campus. It's not just the team. It's it's everybody. It's the community. Um, I'm standing too close to this guy right now. So I, you know, it's. When you think about the direction or the program, and we'll, we'll get into the specifics of this game, but I just want to, like, it's hard to even judge this game. Like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I didn't think – the one thing I will say is they did know – they had to have an idea most of the week. For sure. That Jordan Travis wasn't going to play. Yeah, I think they were hoping he would get back, but I think it's he's been struggling with it all week. So, with that said, you don't get a – you don't just get a pass for that ineptitude in the first half. That was just awful. You, I mean, I know – you can just say, well, we couldn't block it up or we couldn't run it, but you've got to be able to help your team, out, your players out somehow. It's not like there was a lot of stuff designed and they just didn't. There was nothing. They didn't, they didn't come close to doing jack squat. And so that, that I think you could put a little bit on the coaches, but at the same time, there's only so much you can do. You, there's only, you know, you're missing uh, Gibbons. You're missing Babyon. Cam McDonald was out there, but I don't know. He didn't really do much. He didn't, it didn't look like himself. And then you're missing Jordan Travis. It, the offense – wasn't going to put up a ton of points, 
and the defense wasn't going to hold them under 28. I think it was disappointing some of the runs. I, not that there were great opportunities to run the ball uh, in the first half, but I, I felt like the running backs, I don't know, I felt like Jay Sean Corbin ran a little bit better in the second half than he did in the first half. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, Mike Norvell showed some, uh, oh, look at Aslan look at coming this. through. I don't is know this, if this is a is sign of mercy. Is this how of, I wear it? Like this, this is a sign of oh, mercy. Oh, this feels great. Or, <laughs> oh, we can, let's talk for another 20 minutes, Ira. All right, it's a whole new world. Um, but, uh, you know, I thought Mike Norvell did, you know, kickstart them a little bit with the onside kick to start yeah. the second half because it looked special like special teams ira yeah big I play mean, there were there were yeah there were some good and bad with special teams well, still yeah. having some issues with catching punts but that was a big play the uh start of the second half with the onside kick gave them some momentum they punch it in with the touchdown on one of the all-time just bizarre plays where mckenzie milton almost gets sacked two or three times spins After around a, a couple horrible times. snap yeah the snaps on the ground yeah and then uh, spins around a couple times. And then Keyshawn Helton comes around the back of the end zone and he finds him for the touchdown. Keyshawn Helton also had a really big play in traffic, got clobbered earlier on that drive, which was a nice play as well. So there were, there were some bright moments. Um, but overall, just, you know, they just they could never get out of that hole. They could never climb out of that hole, Aslan. Mm, right. But uh, don't, you, don't you think that a game like this, and kind of the second half last week, it just illustrates it. it um, I don't, it just opens up everybody's eyes to like, okay, they've just got to get better talent. You know what I mean? Like it, right. you it's, can coach all you want, and Jordan Travis would have made a difference. But what does it say about the talent on your roster where going from Jordan Travis, who isn't Charlie Ward, going from him to his backup is like going from Tom Brady to Cam Newton 2020. You know what I mean? Like it's just it shouldn't be that big a difference, but that's how much Jordan Travis's ability to run masks some flaws you have on that offense and on this team in general. But overall, I mean, I know you keep you get tired of hearing it. They do fight, man. I, I thought they were going to lose 40 to nothing. When I saw that offense go out there and trot out there and punt it three straight times, I'm like, this, what are we doing? Why, why am I watching this game? But they, they do, they, they are fun to watch and that you, they, they do rise up, man. They make plays and they stay in a game. They just don't have the overall talent to win games like that, especially without 13. The one play that, uh, well, there's probably a couple of plays that some FSU fans are going to take exception with. The, the big one was going on forward on fourth and four, your own side of the field. It's 21-14. It had been 21-14 for like almost a full quarter yeah. uh, of play. And uh, Florida State had the ball. They end up going forward on fourth and four, coming up short. NC State, a couple of plays later, three plays later, hits a screen pass for 43 yards for a touchdown. Which might have gone 80 yards if that's they, That if was you kind of my it. point, yeah. is I don't know if it would have changed anything no. if you were further down the field. But but anyway, let's talk about that play because Norvell is definitely getting killed for it on social media. I didn't I didn't hate the decision to be aggressive in that situation. What I didn't like was a third down call. If you thought you might go for it on fourth and four or in, in that situation on fourth down, when it was third and four, I don't like a pass there. I'd rather you run it, try to get the first down on the ground. If you don't do that, Especially then at least... the way you were churning up yards on the ground. Well, you know... Maybe, uh, third and four, they're not expecting it. That's little, what I'm saying. Yeah, at least, but if you get to fourth and one or fourth and two, you've got a shot. Yeah. You know, now they have, they have to play for the run or the pass. Fourth and four, they're expecting the pass. That makes it a lot harder. So I didn't like the third down call more than I didn't like the fourth down call. I, you know, I, I first guessed it... Oh, a couple of reasons. Number one, you, you still eight minutes left. You're at the 43. You've done a good job because maybe he's thinking, look, if we don't complete that third and nine from our two, they would have gotten the ball at the 43 anyway on that next punt. So we're kind of living on everything else is icing. Let's go for it. We're already here where they – this is where they would have had the ball anyway if we don't pick up that third down. But I feel like it kind of eliminated the good work you did to get to the 43 because you do have a chance there to flip the field. And maybe your punter 
heaven heaven forbid punts him down to the two which by the way Master Bono did a times. couple times yeah he did sorry Alex good game <laughs> but maybe you punt them inside the five and then you get the ball around midfield again and it was just it was he there were so there were other times at the 34 or the 41 when it was fourth and one on his side of the field he didn't go for it it seemed like an odd time there because there was so much time left and you had three timeouts so you were at least probably going to get the ball back twice um, that's why I, it didn't make sense to me. I didn't like his his answer wasn't great either. Well, I mean, just to give people an explanation, he, what he did say was he felt like the possessions were dwindling down. I don't know that they're guaranteed to get it two more times because if they punt it, they're not going to start calling timeouts right away with eight set minutes. So NC State could have driven and no, taken four minutes off the clock, and it, now you've got to you're going to get the ball back with four minutes left. But, but your thought when you give them the ball at the 43 is we're going to get a three and out. That's the only way we can risk this. I trust my defense. That's what he said. I trust my defense. But they had so been he... on the field so much the whole game. They had been, I mean, how many drives yeah. did NC State have? I, again, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it was the right call. I'm just saying I don't think it's outrageous. And also, what is, I mean, does it matter? Were they going to go another 57-yard? You know, were they going to get a stop and then go back down the field and tie it and then hold them again? I mean, I'm not trying to be that dude. I'm not trying to be all negative, but I just – it's it's one play when the reality of the situation is half your team had the flu and your best your your quarterback wasn't playing. You were up against it anyway, I, and I don't mind it. It wasn't like it was a horrific right. decision. I can I can see both sides though. I, I really can. I can see why people would be like, man, that's that's crazy to do it right there. But also, you know, at that point, it's almost like what do you have to lose? It turned well, out a football game. The two things, one, one, from a big picture standpoint, again going back to your point about who you mad at. If Florida State was healthy and if Jordan Travis was available, I'm still not sure Florida State beats NC State. I think NC State's a better team right now. I think they're a more physical team. I think they that, this is a game you might have won because you're at home, but NC State's a better team. So it doesn't shock me. That, it doesn't really change my opinion of where this program is going. But, man, this is a huge freaking week. If there's yeah. anything they can do, if anything you got any tricks in your bag, Mike Norvell, if they can – what does it do if they can win this game against Miami this week? They need to go give the Miami QB the flu. Are they, do they have a problem? Do they have an outbreak in South Florida? Sit, like knocking the door. <laughs> just start breathing Candy on them. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he opens the door. Yeah, and you just, just breathe, the eight of them just breathe all over them. Um, yeah, you know, this, it would be a huge week. It is a huge week. It is a huge game. Um, and, I, and I will say this. like I, Again, I watching that game today, I didn't watch that game and think, man, they got no chance against Miami. You know, I thought, again, the defense played well enough. I think the offense with Jordan Travis, you're probably talking about another 14 points. And you're probably at least tied right there, I think. That's yeah. me personally, I think that. Now, Milton does some things that maybe Jordan doesn't do. But overall, as you can tell, relying on your quarterback to throw it 44 times when these are the guys he gets to throw to and with is, that offensive line, is not a recipe for success. And I thought the O-line wasn't terrible they, they in pass terrible. Pro, but I'm they just, weren't yeah. rushing a ton either. Right. Um, so it just changes the way a whole defense has to operate with, with Jordan Travis back there. I did want to say, though, because you touched on it a little bit, but um, Mackenzie Milton talking about Keyshawn Helton. On that play, he's running from the slot on the left, a fade to the corner of the left end zone. He sees Milton doing his spinny-doos. It sprints all the way to the other side of the field. That's just, again, it doesn't matter because they, I guess it doesn't matter because they lost, but that's a, 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 that's a, really, good, that's a really cool thing to see for a guy like that that we both like a lot to make a play like that and to have the wherewithal to get open. And if you watch, if you go back and watch that play, it was pretty cool. ESPN did, or ACC Network showed a, a broad view or wide view of it. You know, the guy that's covering him kind of gives up on it because McKenzie's over on the other side of the field. He kind of gives up on Keyshawn. But another guy tries to pick up Keyshawn like yeah. middle of the defense, and he just sprints past both of them. 
it looked like McKenzie might even just try to throw it away, and Keyshawn comes out of nowhere, catches it, drags a foot. I mean, really, an all-time great play in a game that nobody's going to want to remember. Yeah, and Keir Thomas, too, had a nice game and made the play of the year maybe when falling down. <laughs> Uh, awesome. pra- uh, you know, uh, you know, acting like he had a cramp just to go get the review. It's a great play, man. He had two big sacks, but his his best play was uh, falling down to get the review like that. That's a heady dude. It's a coach on the field, as I like to say. Um, but yeah, overall, it's getting cold. It's, this didn't help it as much as I was hoping. <laughs> yeah, it was giving you a new life. I was feeling pretty no, good. It's not this is kind of mirrored as Florida State in the yeah. second half. Yeah, that's right. I you came gonna... back for a little bit. Now I'm fizzling. <laughs> now I'm fizzling. Uh, we'll sign off here from Doe Campbell. Saving plenty more coverage coming at Warchant.com. Corey's got a column. I'll have a three. We've got more coverage of the flu game, mm. and uh, which didn't have such a happy ending. Uh, but check out check us out at WarChant.com.